This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. It is... Let, let's just start all over again. It's Tuesday, Thursday night, November 21st, 2019. You thought my AOL was bad. Oh, boy. Welcome back to uh, Teal Town After Dark. This is your live and interactive Sharks Post Game Show. And trust me, boy, howdy, was it interactive telling everybody about my wonderful internet. Uh, if you still want to be a part of the show, do us a favor. Use the Super Chat function on the page or the app where you're watching this. And, of course, hit us up on the social media, on all the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we thank over the 1,832 subscribers uh, on hand for uh, tonight. Uh, joined by Ian Bloggs Hockey on the Twitter machine. Ian, thank you for putting up with this. I appreciate it. I, I I live to to do this, so it's fine. I mean, I I would talk to nobody if there was a stream to do it on. Yeah, <laughs> and a good stream, not a nice, good, solid stream, right? All right, Absolutely. so let's get to, right. So let's get into this, shall we? Let's let's try this again. We'll start from the top. No hurdle. Goodrow's going to center Marlow and Meyer tonight. You're going with seven defensemen. Uh, which I, I haven't seen in quite some time. Uh, the Sharks only have one reg- regular season win in Las Vegas. So let's get at it. Always the concern, Ian, the first five minutes when uh, Vegas, you know, just jumps all over the Sharks, didn't have that tonight. And Aaron Dell doing what he can. Skylar Greenberg, $2. <laughs> oh, one of the things like I, I i literally live in the middle of nowhere like i live in the Sioux. if you look on like a map there's like toronto over here and like winnipeg way the hell over here and i'm just kind of in the middle <laughs> somewhere like i'm in the middle of the great lakes like if you see where like the great lakes kind of dip like lake huron and lake superior kind of dip in that's that's where i am uh in the middle of bloody nowhere yeah. um so, no, I, I definitely don't have any Winnipeg Wi-Fi. If I was, that would be a feat. <laughs> Especially coming from Ontario. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, so, so Couture takes a tripping call at 8.32. You weren't a fan of it. Um, nope. You know, and, and like you said before, you know, everything decided to go AOL on me. Uh, like it probably is right now. I think my my thing is frozen as we speak. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we, we saw Couture tripping. Uh, Dell mm-hmm. makes a crazy save like, nearly 12 minutes uh, into the uh, into the, uh, the into the uh, first period. Suomela scores to make it one nothing around the 14 minute mark. Vegas challenges it. What, what did you think uh, of that call? So yeah, like I said before. Um, that if I'm Gerard Gallant, I make that challenge every time because I feel like if you watch games across the league, anytime a player gets pushed into the, it's very rare that the they'll turn around and say, well, this guy was pushed in. Like you have to like jump on their back, saddle them up and like ride them over top of the goaltender for them 
not to call that goaltender interference, unfortunately. Very high percentage uh, play there by Gerard Gallant, and it paid off for him because the NHL generally calls it that way every time. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, uh, while I have an issue about uh, Miro kind of pushing Timo Meyer in a little bit, yeah, I, I I thought that was more blatant than than the one that that uh, Couture didn't get in Game Two in last year's playoffs. So, uh, eighteen twenty two at the mark. I think we saw Curtis Pichelka tweet out, you know, freaking uh, the Sharks were getting outshot twelve one over a twelve minute span. Um, I'm I'm sure Ryan Reeves had a huge uh, effort in that sense, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I, he he was the third star of the game, so yes. he must have. Well, um, the three star. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. You know what? This reminds me of. Um, we were saying this while we were getting the stream back together. Um, this reminds me of back in the day. There was a Flyers Capitals game, um, and Ray Emery had like a. 0.7 something save percentage but he went across the ice to assault Braden Holtby and because of that he got the third star of the game by um one of the Philly beat writers I think is a TSN guy now and it was just the most ridiculous thing ever um I I mean I appreciate the the troll job here because I think you know that obviously is one of these things where this is just going to make sharks fans pretty angry considering Aaron Dell had one hell of a game but um I you know what I, I admire the troll job here but it's ridiculous it's absolutely right. ridiculous uh yeah it's just oh uh, I mean it, it's it's not even Bob Airy getting third star in game 794 against Detroit when Jamie Baker scored his goal uh but I digress. The shots, uh, fourteen to six in favor of Vegas after one period. Faceoffs were pretty even. Vegas was 0 for on their lone power play of the period. Second period, Timo Meyer with a nice break, great power move to make it one nothing on his sixth of the season from Gambrell. What did you take from that? Um, strong game for Gambrell for starters. I thought, you know, look at the the Sharks were missing hurdle hurdles one of the biggest engines on this team, the team, you know, generally as hurdle goes, the team generally goes. So that was one reason I was really nervous about this game going into it. But, um, you know, uh, they, they looked for a lot of guys to really step up and play us, you know, to really pitch in and play a harder game. I really liked the game. Like Barkley Goodrow is as the second line center. I thought was an absolute joke when I read that earlier today. Um, and you know, Barkley Goodrow had a hell of a game, uh, Dylan Gambrell had a hell of a game. Like the Sharks got good games from, they got good games from people that you expect to get good games from, but they also got, you know, I thought better performances from guys that are usually a little more under Harold, you know, like unheralded. I thought, you know, this was a really strong game for Gambrell. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he, his game has progressively gotten better over time. Uh, super chat donation. Thank you, Skylar. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure the money will be going to finding a new internet uh, provider. Uh, but uh, Melker Carlson took a, 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 to me, I thought it was interference from Ryan Reeves. Um, so I guess that's how you get your third star. Again, you take cheap shots after the puck has been played. 
Uh, he's been diagnosed with a concussion. Um, Vegas is the new Philly. Like they are, aren't they? Are they not? Like where, like they're the new Philly. Like Vegas is like Philadelphia West, where you know you get guys that just take runs at people and and they love it and they think it's the greatest thing because it's all time hockey. Blah blah blah. Um, I saw in the chat someone saying that that Brody laughed like laughed when they when he read that uh, Ryan Reeves was the third star. I wish we were live when I found that out because I was it was hysterical laughter oh, from yeah. this microphone. Hysterical, that's, that's like I had to like hilarious. compose myself before we went live again because I thought it was that funny. I mean, it. it I mean, seriously. I, I, so so a guy gets a concussion, we'll give him a third star. Bravo, Vegas. Way to stay classy, you know. Uh, continue on, you know. Shimmick before he gets hurt with his lower body injury. That was the other part from uh, Skyler putting that out there. Um, he breaks up a diving play to break up a golden chance for Pacioretty to walk in all alone on Dell. Uh, overall, Ian tonight, the defense played really good. Uh, Dell made some yeah. key saves as well. Uh, Dell made some like I thought a lot of Dell's bigger saves were like at the end of the like in the third period. I thought he made like a lot of like the big holy hell. What the hell was that save saves? Um, I yep, I agree. I thought the Sharks, you know, despite getting outshot, despite the fact that Vegas did control stretches of this game, you know, the Sharks really kind of like kind of forced Vegas to kind of play like they do sometimes when they're running up the score, but not really play like running up the shots, but not really playing great. A lot of the shots still saved were from the outside. You know, the, Vegas did have some good chances, don't get me wrong, but a lot of those shots were were harmless shots that, you know, a goalie should save, and, and Aaron Dell, thank God, was up to the task tonight. Can yeah. I just interject for a moment, guys? Sure. Uh-oh. That Thir- is the disembodied voice of A.J. Strong, by the way. 38 saves, 39 shots, no star. Thank you. Well, yeah, because I mean, I guess in Vegas that Did means he when concuss anybody. Yeah, no. exactly. Mic drop on that. Boom. <laughs> but I mean, Aaron Dell definitely making his case to have the have more chances. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I, something else. Can I, if I can go on for a second here on Dell. The thing I really liked, like, because Dell, a lot of the criticism of Dell is that he's too aggressive sometimes, which, which he is. Like, he has he has some Artris Erbian jaunts out to play the puck that terrify me every time. But the one thing that I really liked about his play tonight, and I tweeted this out tonight, was especially on one of those penalty kills where Vegas was really controlling the puck in the zone, um, you know, really trying to put traffic in front of him. You know, he was at the tip of his crease, you know, fighting for fighting for vision and, you know, cutting down the angles where I feel like a lot of the times, um, not not to turn this into a, a, a Jones running over, but you see the one, I think that's my big criticism of Dell a lot is like that Dell isn't or that Jones story that he isn't aggressive enough. Like I really liked the way that Dell was aggressive, but not overly aggressive. Like I thought, you know, he came out to the tip of the blue, cut down the angles, played, you know, played aggressively trying to get the vision on the puck and not, you know, at this point, I don't know why either goalie would expect the defense to do it for them, you know? So he went out there and he made sure that he could see where the puck was coming from. And I think, you know, that, was a big reason why I think the Sharks had success, especially in goal tonight, because Aaron Dell worked for it. 
And I, I think that, um, you know, I, I feel like it, by contrast, and again, I don't want to turn this into like, let's run over Martin Jones, but I don't feel like we've seen that enough of Martin from Martin Jones this year. <laughs> David H. Do you think Dell gets the nod going forward, play the hot hand? I mean, I think that's what DeBoer was doing uh, with Jones on that six game winning streak. Uh, it was just keep rolling with it. So, uh, per Kurz, uh, per Kevin Kurz, friend of the show from The Athletic, Melker Hurt from The Reeves hit, Shimmick is a lower body injury. Um, we, uh, I didn't see Shimmick get hurt. I didn't see the play, no, neither did I. I just realized that I hadn't seen him in a while, and then I kind of scrolled through Twitter, and then I, I read that he was on the bench. I didn't see what happened, unfortunately. Yeah, and we're speculating that knee again, and, and I wonder if, you wonder if they kind of rushed it a little bit, and now afterwards it's, uh, you know, really, really uh, getting back to hurting them again. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, you just hope I thought that he took like not... I thought he took a pretty significant amount of time coming back. I don't. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I don't even play one on this podcast. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I felt like the timeline for him to come back was was fine. I don't think he was rushed back. Now, maybe now, again, I'm not a doctor, but I just from I, he was gone for a long time. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'd be really careful saying they rushed him back because I just I don't feel like the timeline would coexist with that. Per our buddy Pashelka from the room, Shimmick's injury is lower body. Sounds like Melker Carlson was injured after the hit by Ryan Reeves. And if you remember that call on Ryan Reeves with the Melker Carlson hit, our illustrious announcer said that that was borderline interference. It was late. It was late. It was late. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Rafi would have gotten 41 games for it. You know, but it's like you gotta call it even. Gotta call it even right there. And uh unfortunately it doesn't and might hurt the sharks now, uh going forward. Uh so well, before we continue on with this summary, Ian, who's next mm-hmm. guy up? You bring back Noah Gregor, uh do you try somebody else? Uh, well, Shivik's hurt. I mean, you're going to need a D, right? So I guess right. Tim Heed continues to play. Um, but I mean, then you're going to need a forward because obviously Radil did play tonight. So they were, what, 13, 13 forwards? Uh, what were they? 12 forwards? 11, 11 forwards? I don't even 11 know. Forwards. 11 forwards. Being, yeah, I can't do that. Hashtag Heed to, to forward. Heed to forward. <laughs> hashtag Heed to forward. Yeah. So obviously that's going to have to get addressed. Uh, I think you're right. going to have to. You know, I would I would call Noah Gregor. I don't really feel like Noah Gregor did anything to earn himself out of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, David H. mentioning thoughts on Suomela tonight certainly seems like he's playing not to get sent back down anytime soon. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Did he even get to play in the third period? <laughs> you know what? I'll say this about, you know, I'll say this about Suomela and I'll say the same thing for Dell. These were guys that definitely like they were playing for they're playing for jobs. Like I think Dell knows right. that, you know, he really couldn't afford another stinker. No. Nope. Um, you know, he, he hadn't played in what, three weeks. Uh, I mean, I personally would have probably sat him until Los Angeles. Obviously I'm an idiot because the Sharks won tonight and Dell was great. <laughs> um, but 
I mean, yeah, like you can definitely see guys starting to play for jobs a little bit. And I think Aaron Dell was doing that. And I thought from what I saw of Swamela, I liked, you know, I liked a lot of what I think. I think it was a tight game. Um, Swamela can be a little bit of an adventure defensively. And so am I shocked that Peter DeBoer sat him in such a tight game? Not really. No. Do I like it? No, but I, I get it. Uh, boys, yeah, I, we evidently have some video coming in on Gerard Gallant's response to the three stars selected tonight. Oh, let's uh. take a look. Uh, I mean, of course he would be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he was happy like everybody else in Vegas. You know, you know, hard, hard fought, uh, hard fought one there, right? Uh, so, oh, yeah. uh, you know, hard, hard fought, good effort. All the right size. Oh, right. uh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, I want to see Swamella get played more back on the Swamella. Like, I, I, my God. I mean, when I saw this, like, when I saw what they were going to ice tonight, like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, Peter DeBoer just, like, apparently wants to lose his job. <laughs> like, I think that was, that was my tweet this morning. Again. What do I know? Right. Just uh, just seemed like uh, like uh, six minutes. No, really. Um, you know, s- some people are saying some were saying true. Um, you know, w- w- I mean, w- I know Kevin was mentioning in the chat. Uh, so uh, let let me see here. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Nine twelve. San Jose gets called for a hella dudes on a frozen pond. Thank you, Shalina Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. So, oh, Goldman. Sorry, I was watching the Goldbergs before the game. All Sorry, right. Shalina. All right. Uh, Vegas doesn't do anything there. Uh, Golden Knights would then get a penalty later in the period. Mark Andre Fleury tripping up. Uh, Marcus Sorensen, after some great momentum there, uh, you know they didn't score anything, but they but Sorensen, you know, uh, with Jumbo and, and Jumbo seemed like he was Jumbo looks into washed. it tonight. Yeah, he still looks washed. He, I, he, I hate my I like I hate that I'm that I'm saying this, but like it's far enough into the season now where I'm legit concerned about Jumbo because I just. This is like one of his longest uh, schneids in quite some time, if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Like one thing with Jumbo is like the way like uh, Jumbo used to like I I feel like Jumbo used to have a more powerful stride. And I thought like he had to skate a little harder to cover a distance that he normally would have covered in like three strides. He took like four or five. Like it's, it's 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 painful to watch and it hurts my heart. Yeah, and just it's, uh, yeah. Uh, after two periods, twenty-eight seventeen in favor of Vegas on the shot total. Faceoff still about the same, but slight edge to Vegas, fifty-three to forty-seven. Both teams going o four on the on the uh, on the power play. Third period, um, you know, at three twelve. Oh, Skyler mentioning in the chat, Dell save percentage eight ninety-seven. I mean, yeah, not tonight. Not tonight, but I mean, it's getting better, Overall, right? Yeah, look at. It. I mean, n- neither goalie's been like 
overall, neither goalie has been good enough. But, um, you know, I thought Aaron Dell, to his credit, and I know I kind of didn't, you know, give him enough credit for that game he played in Montreal. I thought he played a really good game in Montreal. Uh, and this game was definitely a solid outing for him. I just, but, you know, like, I know there was questions about, okay, well, now does Dell just play them out? I, I don't know. Like, I'm not... Like, you know, I'll give him credit. He had a great game, but do I think there's a goaltending controversy or even close to a goaltending controversy? No, I think they're both still terrible. Yeah. Overall. Uh, it, it's going to be tough there. Uh, Aaron Dell with a comment on Logan's OT winner. I was already on the way up when I saw Couture with the breakaway. I knew he was putting that one away. Oh, that's that's great confidence. Just stay in your crease, just in case, all right? <laughs> Dude, that's Major League right there. That's a nice Absolutely. catch. Don't ever fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, which, to which we would say for Christian Ehrhoff, just a bit outside. Um, Ian, back to you. <laughs> oh, I just, there's there's talk of, of Jamie McGinn being let go of his PTO. The Sharks have enough guys. Jamie McGinn is a guy. The Sharks have enough guys. Right. They develop those guys because Roy Summer develops just guys. They have enough guys. <laughs> they need hella dudes. Trademark. Yeah, but 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 I mean, like Jamie McGinn couldn't like. I, I, this is the one thing that drives me just absolutely batty about this fan base, is it always wants to bring back all these guys that just. And, and look at it, Jamie McGinn. Jamie McGinn's a guy. He hasn't really done anything since he's left San Jose. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like he's not, this is, this isn't a player who's going to be remotely, you know, there's guy and guy and guy and guy, and there's not a big cavern between them. Like Jamie McGinn would be another guy in a sea of guys. He's another, he's going to be another guy that's just going to get lost in the shuffle with the red deals and the Melker Carlson's and the, those type of players. Like I just, players don't stick on NHL contracts for a reason. They don't need to come back because they didn't work out somewhere else. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> Sleepy Mofo Dude versus Guy, Kevin Lacey, Jamie again spine is spaghetti <laughs> at this point. Uh, does Dell get the secondary assist on Couture's Otito? Officially, no. The only assist would go to Vlasic at 340 of overtime uh, on that one. Uh, just to kind of just go over things in the third really quick before we get to the Couture goal. Uh, Couture had a pass attempt uh, or follow through, and it went through Nate Schmidt. Of course, there were uh, fans that were upset with that one. Uh, even Randy was mentioning they threw some stuff on the ice. Mind you, Dan O'Halloran was calling this game tonight. Of course, Dan O'Halloran was one of the guys that uh, that he was the guy. game seven. He was the guy uh, that 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 uh refereed game seven for that one um four minutes in vlasic misses the past patch already he goes in uh i'll give credit to ek65 he had a nice play there to stop smith from having a golden chance uh on bearing an open net up front um you know i i know there the criticism will be there and still will be there um but uh, EK65 doing it all right tonight. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pashelka is saying the Sharks' dads were in the locker room right after the game when someone asked if anyone wanted a beer. 
it was officially uh, it was officially safest bet of all time in this town. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw up in the chat earlier tonight. Uh, are, are they going into the gentleman's club after the game? No, 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 no. And definitely not the Cosmopolitan. That's for darn sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dylan would have an interference call where. Uh, oh, my where God. A- that where AJ put it to. Uh, I whip my hair back and forth. Um, was that interference? Maybe, but that was, uh, but man, he dressed that up nicely. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury is dime, dime, yeah, dime. <laughs> exactly. Like, like Mark Andre Fleury uh, really tried to sell a lot too. Like he like he was gonna get that. Like I said, you generally you play the odds you're gonna get that call if you push someone into your goalie. But like there was where he like spun like a top, and it was you know I'm, I I look at Mark Andre Fleury um, when he's done playing hockey. If this hockey thing doesn't work out for him, uh, you know he can do ballet, or he could you know probably do like some amateur diving. Uh, and if not that practical joker <laughs> yes I, I mean don't get me wrong like i i actually like mark andre Fleury, but um man like it, there was just some really some really just really bad embellishments in this game yeah mike smith level embellishments in this game because mike oh, smith is the best in the league hashtag um, first star tonight yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah he uh oh man yeah he he was he was on tonight oh man uh nine uh nine forty two Braden McNabb would find an open spot where he would tie the game up from a uh, carrier that was one one we go into overtime uh, i i I tweeted this out Ian um but wow that's probably the most craziest first minute of overtime I've seen since they've gone to the three-on-three format. I mean, that was, like, up there with, what was it, North America and Sweden in the World Cup a couple, a few years ago? Yeah, it was, it was, that was some, I mean, it was some fun hockey. I mean, obviously, it ended the way you wanted to, but um, just, I, I mean, I would have, you make that, in like, a neutral game with two teams I don't care about, and I am not taking my eyes off that. Yeah. Uh, looking at some of the comments in there, uh, hot take hockey. Are you guys confident this roster can finish with the division spot or moves have to happen to finish in the playoffs in general? Yeah. Uh, VGK coverage. Of course, one of our favorite uh, Golden Knights fans. Good game uh, to you, uh, sir. That was a crazy game indeed uh, on that one. But uh, 340, Logan Couture gets a breakaway. He buries it. His fourth of the season. Boy, howdy, did he need that one. Vlasic with the lone assist, although I think you should give one to Dell as well. Um, Sharks win this one. Uh, Dell coming in tonight, eight eight and two in his last 18 starts. Uh, The first time the Sharks and Knights had a uh, no-goal first period. Uh, Apparently, according to the broadcast, Eric Carlson was the Sharks' shot-blocking leader tonight. Okay, wow. Uh, v- uh, Vegas I hasn't. That, I won. thought that pair was really good. Like the Vlasic Carlson pair, I thought was pretty good tonight. Um, they, you know, I thought they both played their part. There was that one play where Eric Carlson kind of got the last touch before um, that puck kind of goes to the side of the net. Um, you know, and and they, 
I, I thought they also did a really, really good job of, and this is what they do do really well, is they did a good job of getting the puck out. Yeah. I thought they played a defensively sound game. Uh, Baird character win for us. A lot of things stacked against us with some of the injuries, the lineup, and obviously coming into this building and what happened the last couple of times uh, we've been in here. Our, I thought our guys dug deep and got good contributions from everybody. Yeah, um, like this is a good, like, again, like going back to what I said earlier, like this is a good character win, right? Like this is, this wasn't, you know, yes, Logan Couture gets the big goal at the end, but uh you know without the contributions without the play of of some of your you know some of the guys that had to step up to fill voids um you know which has been a theme for the sharks all season i think um but if you don't get that tonight you don't win yeah and, and a, a great solid win i mean we, i mean we spent the last half hour or so talking about essentially a 2-1 victory and there was a lot of, a lot of it, a very entertaining tonight in in the Vegas Strip, uh, the shots uh, to sum it all up: shots 38-29 uh, in favor of the Golden Knights. The Knights had a slight edge, 53 to 47 in the faceoff circle. Both teams were 0 for on the power play, 0 for 2 for the Sharks, 0 for 3 for Vegas. Hits. Uh, somebody must have broke the hit counter after like one period. It's only showing thirty nine, thirty five. Officially, so. the hit counter went to cheetahs during the second intermission. Oh, okay, that yeah, makes sense. The, some of the this, you know, there, there's there's always kind of been there's there's stories like if you go back into the history of the game, there's there's always been like shenanigans with the hit counter, and Vegas definitely does shenanigans with the hit counter. Yeah. Uh, blocks 19-12 in favor of San Jose, 11-10 in favor for Vegas for giveaways. Let me ask you a question. Your three. Sure. Okay. Before we do three stars, let me ask you a question. No Tomash Hurdle. Mm-hmm. Dell gets the start. Goodrow centering the second line. <laughs> During the game, Shimmick and Melker are injured. Are you insanely thrilled? about a win tonight because I walked into this going <laughs> 6-1 loss. And we mentioned that before, you know, full AOL occurred, but right. Ian, I mean, we were yeah. expecting annihilation. Oh man, like I was I was like trying to come up with like witty things to say that would just make people angry with me. <laughs> like I was ready to come in here and you know be like hard facts and tell you, you know, like if you want someone to kiss your head and tell you everything's going to be okay, uh, you know, then you're watching the wrong show. But uh, thankfully that didn't happen. Yeah. VGK coverage. I know you've uh, had a tough go. Now you're on graveyard shifts, but a uh, great game all around. One, one of the nicest uh, regular season games uh, there. John, John with a super chat donation to Two for two or fewer, and Dell. Uh, thank you very much, John. John, appreciate that as always. So, uh, overall, I mean, three stars of the game. Your your number one star, of course, the game winning goal, Logan Couture, Braden McNabb with the lone Vegas goal, and then of course for concussing somebody, Ryan Reeves. Um, let's let's take a look at Ryan Reeves tonight. He played 10 minutes and 38 seconds. He was a plus one because he was on the ice when his team scored the goal. Uh, he had one shot goal and had 12 hits uh, and blocked one shot. And and apparently, you know, 100% in the faceoff circle. So for you, 
that's enough to be a third star. Oh, like a, good for you! Again, it's 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 an amazing troll job because it's just <laughs> it's 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 doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Like it's just like um, it's just like the NHL tweeting out the thing about oh, imagine skating out of this stupid oh, helmet. Like, God. yeah, but you know what? You guys took it hook, line, and sinker. Like, they win. Because that's it's all like, it's about. It's about it's about getting engagements, and they know that shark fans are thin skinned enough that it would just they would lose their bloody minds. And look where we are. It's, it's this, and this is the same thing. This is this is so people can just be mad about it, which I thought it was hysterical. But I understand why people are going to be upset about it and be like, "Oh, those guys are just the freaking worst." Which, they win. Which, uh, which is, uh, but I love the one that Sharky put out earlier today. That they uh, stole from Rome, Paris, you know, all over the place, and then stole from San Jose. So yeah, there you go. Fanatical uh, <laughs> teal bleeder. I'm almost surprised he didn't give Jones a star. LOL. Oh, that would yeah. be better troll job. But I mean, uh, like Ryan Reeves. I mean, he's a guy that gets under skin. But I thought really, and this is, and this is a point that I've made a hundred times, and I'm going to make it again. Okay. The reason the Sharks. Turn that series around last year was because they didn't they stopped playing into to Reeves's antics. Like you look at what happened at the start of that series, you had even Joe Thornton chasing Ryan Reeves around. The second they stopped cha- they playing into his antics, the Sharks won. And guess what? Tonight they punched Kane for you know they did a bunch of sh- stuff. Stuff. Right. I'm gonna keep this PG. Uh, they did a bunch of stuff to try and get Kane off of his game to try and get the Sharks going, and the Sharks didn't bite. And this is why you don't need Michael Haley in the lineup. Yep. You just play hockey and you beat them on the scoreboard. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more, Mister Reed, completely. And uh, that's what it's gonna take. And uh, Sharks get their. 11th victory of the season. They're back to NHL 500 mark at 11-11-1. Ironically, they have the same amount of wins as the Golden Knights. Uh, the Golden Knights have just gotten the loser point uh, three more times than the Sharks. So with that, is it time, Ian? It's time. It's time. Have the goddamn common courtesy to give them a reach around. It's wrap around. Wow. All right. In Beantown, the Boston Bruins off of two Marshan goals and a Pasternak goal win three to two over the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Buffalo just is on a good run, but the Bruins are on a better run at this point. In Florida tonight, would you believe the Ducks blew a four nothing lead? They had a four nothing lead when Andre Kasha made it four nothing at eighteen thirty nine in the second period. Then. Connolly gets two in a matter of 27 seconds for the Panthers uh, to go into uh, uh, 4-2 after two periods. The Panthers score two, and then Aaron Ekblad gets his second of the game for the victory 5-4, the final Panthers over the Ducks in that one. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. In Brooklyn, Brock Nelson with his second consecutive OT winner. Does it? Former Sharks alert. Thomas Grice uh, with the victory there as they beat the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins 4-3 to in that one. The Islanders are the Sharks' next opponent. Get your tickets now at sjsharks.com. Uh, 
In Carolina, there was still no storm surge tonight. They lose 5-3 to the Philadelphia Flyers. Claude Giroux with a couple of goals there. Sebastian, your mom's a hoe. Uh, wow. With the 11th of the season. Um, Tara Vinen kind of tearing up with his sixth goal. Um, apparently, he'll probably get the next tryout call from the Vancouver Warriors on that on uh, when he's out of a job. In Columbus, a three-goal third period by the Blue Jackets make it five to four victory. Uh, on this one, uh, Rockets' least favorite Red Wing Tyler Bertuzzi gets two goals in a losing cause. Uh, in St. Louis, did you check out the snazzy jerseys they were wearing tonight, Ian? Those are the worst jerseys in the history of hockey. <laughs> Uh, they broke them out. I guess it was the 25th anniversary of them or something. Uh, and apparently they weren't. Uh, five nothing. They beat the the Flames. AJ, you said, what was it, 200 or 386 minutes without them having a lead? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's it's something ridiculous like that. It's it's. I I have to imagine with with the way things are with Babcock being on the market. Um, Bill Peters seat's got to be getting pretty hot there because this this team is like I I think they've messed with this team a little too much like I think they've been over tweaked but they're still better than this yeah uh, we we all thought Calgary was going to be making a run as well hockey mom Landy's mom thank you very much for your super chat donation appreciate it immensely Uh, Aaron Dell made 37 saves tonight for his 10th career game with 35 plus saves has a 6-2-1-2 record in those games, including eight games on the road. That's pretty impressive, Ian. Yeah, like, again, you know, Aaron Dell, like, I'm not going to take anything away from, from his game tonight. Um, he played a hell of a game tonight. Um, I, I just, am I comfortable like that this would, you know, be a thing going forward? I, I'm not sure. I, I need to be I need to be proven. Like, the, the goaltending needs to show me at this point. I completely concur. Uh, in Nashville, the Vancouver Canucks uh, had six different goal scores en route to a 6-3 victory over the Nashville Predators. The Canucks uh, continue to stay strong. They're at 26 points on the campaign. Former uh, Sharks alert. Former Shark Alex Stalock gets the victory for the Minnesota Wild. They are on a four-game point streak, beating the Avalanche 3-2. to two. Kale McCarr with two more goals. Um, apparently, he's on you know pace with Bobby Orr. I mean, gee, if we only had some commentator that, that didn't make any comments that, that really liked Bobby Orr. I don't know. Uh, Pierre's still out there. Oh, Pierre McGuire, of course, of course. He probably knows which middle school washing machine Kale McCarr shot pucks into. So in Chicago, the Lightning beat up on the Blackhawks four to two in that one. Uh, Curtis McElhaney, former Leaf, gets the victory in that one. Braden Point, his fifth of the season, uh, in a winning cause. In Big D. Winnipeg doesn't get a win. Uh, 5-3 the final there. Uh, you got Jamie Benn with his fifth. Tyler Sagan his sixth. Patrick Liney also getting his sixth in a losing cause. Um, I guess you could say, hella, Buck. Kind of hella sucked. 
Uh, the Jets are at thirteen nine and one. The Stars are at thirteen eight and two on that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Maple Leafs whoa, win. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, wait a second here. What? Okay, what is what's wrong with our? Let's not like. Alex Daylock won a game. Let's not pretend Alex Daylock is is Jacques Plante upon leaving San Jose. No, we're not uh, saying Thomas. that. But look at his numbers. That's been the odd thing about Alex Daylock, particularly this season. This it season, is, but yeah, I know. I'm had, just, but we're just talking about uh, this season. Like the dude has played like 12 games, and it's either he's either posting like an 886 or a 986. It's been ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, In the desert, the Arizona Coyotes lose to uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1 in the coaching debut of Sheldon Keefe behind the bench for the Leafs. San Ramon native uh, Austin Matthews with his 15th. Tyson Berry finally gets his first goal as a Leaf. Um, we'll, we'll kind of discuss this really quick here, Ian. Um, mm-hmm. your thoughts about Mike Babcock being fired, and and for <laughs> that matter. Oh, sorry, was my mic on? Yeah, oh, your mic's God. on. Yeah, your mic's on. Um, but you kind of seem familiar because Kyle Dubas brought in Sheldon Keefe. Yep. In the Sioux. Um, what what can you share about about Keefe doing his thing as uh, he wrestled worked his way up? With Sheldon no Keefe NHL is, coaching experience. Yeah, I mean Sheldon Keefe has so far won pretty much everywhere he's gone. Um, when he was brought in, when the Greyhounds had a good roster when he was brought in, because Kyle Dubas had already kind of put the pieces together, kind of set them up for a little, um, for a little bit. When Sheldon Keefe came on, like they turned around, like they were relevant. They, and I, this kind of led a little bit after Keefe's departure, even, but. Um, they were, I mean, the, the Greyhounds were relevant on a national level for the first time since the early nineties when they were, um, they went to three straight Memorial cups, finally winning the last one. Um, like they hadn't really been relevant for, for a while. And a big part of that was, you know, um, the kind of the pieces that Kyle was put in place, plus bringing in Sheldon Keefe, who, um, Sheldon Keefe was a guy that had kind of been blackballed because of his days as a player. Um, you'd have to go back and, and Google the Brampton boys. Um, there's, you know, he kind of been blackballed. So he was, he was coaching, I think like junior A or something and no one really wanted to give him a shot. And then Dubas brought him into the Sioux and, you know, and then obviously when he got hired in Toronto as the GM or as a part of that GM brain trust, when it first started, um, he hired Sheldon Keefe to coach the Marlies, which won a colder cup. Now, I will say that that Marley's team was pretty stacked. Right. Uh, and that does, you know, that does need to be said. But uh, Sheldon Keefe's, a, a, he's a really, I, I really like him. Like, I, it was a night and day change when he came over and coached the Hounds, like things that I saw with my own eyes. Right. Um, he he's, seems to be really respected by his players, um, which obviously, look, at everyone's respected by their players at the start, and eventually the voice gets old. But, um, yes, yes. What? What does Mike Commodore think about you? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, my God. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, here, here's the thing. Um, but if you look at, like, I know when, when you know, whenever 
Peter DeBoer would come up like and would be like, well, who are you going to replace him with? And my first response was always Sheldon Keefe. Um, If you saw uh, if you saw that, like when the Babcock firing happened, our friends over at Let's Go Blues Radio, when they were going through a coaching change, you know, Sheldon Keefe was the guy that they wanted to come in to coach the Blues. So this is this guy's a name that's kind of been out there for a while now, like the, the after after he got his kind of a break and, you know, he was no longer kind of blackballed from the community this was a guy that a lot of people thought was going to be the next big coach. So will that happen? I mean, he has a ton of tools in Toronto um, that you would hope to God he can use. Plus he has a lot of those players that he already coached on the Marlies. So it's not um, nice to refer to Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner as tools, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, as far as Mike Babcock goes, I, I, I know when people, when he got fired, a lot of people like, San Jose, and I'm like, God, please no, please no. Um, we have I feel like and we'll be recruiting players over, and uh, I've coached Marlowe a few times, and then there we go. You know, I feel like like Babcock would be a lot of like. I think look at the vets on this team, like the the Joe Thorntons, the Patrick Marlowe's, they love them, and I feel like you maybe you might get something a little bit more out of them to start, but I feel like you know, this would become more of the same. If you look at Toronto, um, if you look at like Leafs Twitter, which unfortunately I follow a lot of, um, you'll see like there's a lot of similar problems that they're having that are the same things that we would complain about, you know, just really stupid people on the ice in situations that they shouldn't be. Um, Ideally, you're talking um, Melker Carlson, you know, like this is like, playing Melker Carlson at the end of a game when you need a goal instead of Timo Meyer, like just stupid stuff like that. Now Babcock did have a good record in Toronto and it, Toronto media has been really like something like the Damian Coxes of the world have been really, you know, salty about Babcock getting fired. They seem to talk about how Toronto got better under Babcock, but they don't want to mention that. Yeah. They also, you know, got this Austin Matthews guy and this Mitch Marner guy and this, you know, all these guys that they hate now because they took too much money, but you know, the Willie Nylanders like, Oh, that had nothing to do with it. It was, it was all Babcock. Give me a break. Uh, yeah. I mean, you also have to look at all those things. And, and here's the thing too. When's the last time what Babcock got his coached team out of the first round? <sighs> Yeah, you know, I think I think we're going back to to when they were when the Red Wings were in the Western Conference, um, and even yeah, like, then they I were having a tough like, time of the last couple of years before I, then. I feel like Babcock would be okay in the right situation. Like I, I'm not saying like Babcock's the reason Toronto didn't get over the hump, but I just, you know, I think like anything else, a coach has a shelf life. Yep, and I just feel like. You know, with Toronto playing the way they were, um, and again, look at this was Brendan Shanahan's hire. This wasn't Kyle Dubas's hire. So Dubas had his guy waiting on the Marlies. It was only a matter of time. Like Babcock, you're hired to get fired. Like when you have a guy like that and, you know, a new GM takes over and he has his coach in the AHL, this stuff's going to happen. Yeah. And I think the writing was on the wall. Right. Uh, for for Sheldon Keith to come in, I mean, I, I I can't see see him happening. You know, I, I think that was Dubis's guy. I think he saw yep. that coming. I mean, 
Yeah, I think the the writing was on the wall. It wasn't a matter of if Sheldon Keefe was going to take over. It was a matter of when. Right. And and he's got his chance. He's got his first victory with the Leafs. Steve Dangle will be ecstatic tomorrow on his uh, channel. Uh, one more final to talk about. The the Kings beat the Oilers 5-1. to one. Uh, Jonathan Quick remembered how to save pucks. However, Connor McDavid gets his 16th of the season in a losing cause. So that is it for your wraparound. Uh, they didn't look good. Like I was kind of like, I had that game in a little box and man, it didn't look terrible that game. Well, I, I'm glad the Sharks were able to help them get things out. Oh, hi, AJ. A <laughs> uh, couple of men- mentions here uh, t- on uh, Friday night. The San Jose Barracuda have their Teddy Bear Toss game. Uh, so get your tickets for that one. That was always a fun one. Bring your uh, stuffed animals. And they go go to a good cause. So definitely check that out at sjbarracuda.com. Uh, San Jose State takes on Stanford all, late night tomorrow night as well. So get check that out as well. Uh, I, I am Matt or AYA Matt. Uh, good evening to you. Thank you for joining us. I would ask if Marco Sturm would be going to interview after the season is over. Got to get permission from LA on that one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, this team, like this was a good win tonight and I don't want to diminish the goodness of this win and how big of a win this was for this team. But this team is not out of the woods yet. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's probably, I don't know. Yeah. So that brings you up to date. In the NHL, the Sharks have 23 points. Uh, they're slowly climbing up the standings uh, as we speak. So uh, should be an interesting one as the Sharks go up against one of the hottest teams in the NHL, the New York Islanders. No fish sticks. They apparently don't need John Tavares. They're doing just fine. Thank you very much. They've won five in a row. Uh they're 9-0-1 in their last 10. They're like on, what is it, 16, 17 games that they uh, haven't lost a regulation game in, um, you know. Or, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. And I think it's going to be it's going to be a more interesting game because I think for the Sharks, you know, um, maybe this was for I think for everything that went wrong this game, this was probably the perfect opponent for that because they were going to get up to play the Golden Knights. A little more nervous about the team from the East that they don't really see. There's not a lot of hate there. Um, and obviously we don't know who's going to dress for the next game. Uh, it's it's definitely something like I wouldn't take this next game lightly. Um, I just. Oof. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one. Like I I feel like streaks are meant to be broken, but I I I hope that the Sharks can get up for that game like they got up for today's and it's going to be more difficult because there's not a lot of hate between them and the Islanders for obvious reasons. And for that matter, Ian, the, it's a matter of who's going to be healthy for that game too. You you might have no Hurdle, no Melker Carlson, no Redeem Shimmick. Um, is Lukas Radil going to be able to escape the PDB doghouse? Um, a figure lot of questions. A, figure out a way to spin it. Tavares used to be on this team. If it wasn't for that asshole, we wouldn't have Eric Carlson. 
There you go. <laughs> and we wouldn't have any defensive problems whatsoever and wouldn't have any scoring problems whatsoever. Ah. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, that's on Saturday night, so be on the lookout for that. Ian, thank you very much. I know it is very late. In Oh, we're getting a comment from Mr. Kevin Lacey. Uh, last season's Isle Sharks game in San Jose, the entire line of Martin, Sezikis, and Clutterbutt were giving game misconducts. The Sharks won 4 nothing. Oh, there you go. Maybe they'll find some hate. Yes, definitely. So, Ian... Uh, thank you very much, good sir. We will, uh, oh, that's right. We have that coming up. Um, that's not the right graphic, AJ. Um, it's not this Sunday. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's in the Dropbox. That, um, AJ killed the graphic. Uh, it's not this Sunday, but coming up next Saturday, November 30th at 5 p.m. It is Sharks and Desert Dogs. And we'll be uh, taking over Stuffed Pizza and IBU Tap Room in Milpitas. Uh, we'll get you some more info on uh, Teal Town USA and the social media channels we do. So do us a favor. Follow on all those, whether it's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, YouTube, we'll be mentioning that as well. So make sure you get on that right away. Uh, so that's Saturday, November 30th at 5 p.m. Uh, at Stuffed Pizza and IBU Tap Room in Milpitas. Uh, we'll be looking for you uh, there for Sharks and Desert Dogs. Oh, excuse us. I'm out of drink. Yeah. We had to do this twice, so I, I ran out. <laughs> Ian, thank you very much for putting up with me tonight. Yeah, uh, no your worries. final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, my final thoughts is the first star of this game is actually Evander Kane for not selfishly killing the Sharks in this game, despite <laughs> everything that Vegas did to try and get him going. I, If someone skated by me and punched me in the face, I'm probably killing them. So kudos to that man for taking the high road and, you know, uh, letting the sharks win a game and and look really good doing it so that's my first star if 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 brian reeves can be third star if andrew kane can be my first star damn it and you can follow him at ian blogs hockey yes on the twitter machine you can find me apparently just being hysterical about the sharks and uh just a hysterical talking head now that's what it's this is my lot in life and i've accepted it well, we appreciate it immensely. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, you name it, you love it. Just look for us on there. We'll be back with you in some form on Saturday night where the Sharks will take on the New York Islanders. That's a 7.30 start in San Jose. We'll be on after that and uh, bringing all kinds of uh, special content with you. Be on the lookout for interviews and such coming on. So with that, we are out of here. We appreciate you. Uh, follow us on our social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find everything at tealtownusa.com. And until then, well, there you go. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, and audio All only. All the places. All of them.
So, all right, with that, let's get out of here. And until Saturday night, 